Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I have horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high-quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Thank you for joining us on the first show of 2022, brought to you by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Hay, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's Finest Alfalfa. I'm in the studio with a couple of friends that haven't been on the show with me for maybe a couple of years, year and a half, maybe. A while. Yeah. I've got Heather and Jeremy Reynolds here, and they are the top endurance racers that I've ever heard of or met in my life. So if there's anyone better, give us a call. But I don't know them, so I'm going to say they're the best. And it's a huge honor to have them in the studio again with us. Thank you both. Thanks so, it's always so fun to come. Um, it's, it's wonderful, and, it, and we should catch up more often. Yeah. I've become a grandmum since I last saw you. I know, so time flies. A lot has happened. <laughs> Uh, we got a lot of announcements to make and things going on that um, we want to mention first before we go to some news. In the second segment, we're going to talk to Dr. Adam Kayot about horse myths and busting some of those. And uh, Heather and Jeremy have a few of those. Uh, and then we're going to chat to Heather and Jeremy for a couple of segments about all the exciting things that they've accomplished and continue to accomplish, which always amazes me. Their Facebook is the most incredible. Um, following them on social media is always exciting. You can live vicariously through them for sure. But this weekend is air show jumping at the Florida Horse Park. Uh, it is a wonderful boutique show. Bill Worthington does such a phenomenal job. Um, it's going to be two weekends. It's the two weekends that hits isn't running rated shows. So a nice boutique winter classic. Um, well run, well managed, always well attended with some of the top riders. Definitely worth going down there. And it's so nice this year that you can actually be a spectator rather than only um, virtually. So that's going to be wonderful with a Grand Prix on Friday and Sunday of each weekend. Uh, Coming up in February for Valentine's Day, if you don't have plans, this is what you should do. And if you do have plans, you should change them. Um, The Cowboy Ball, which will also be at the Florida Horse Park. That is Best of America by Horsebacks, Valentine's Day weekend fun ride. You can sign up to ride with them televised of course and best of america by horseback has been on television for 15 years and is the most popular trail riding show on tv uh del shields of course who's a singer a poet and uh, host of the show will be taking out a couple of rides on the greenway trails and you can sign up at the cowboy ball with me louisa at ocalacep.com opening very soon at chestnut hill arabians We have the Equine Industry Academy of Ocala. You can come straight out of high school and into horsemanship classes. If you want to get back into the workplace and get involved in horses, this would be great classes for you to take. If you're attending CF, 
um, and you'd like to get some more hands-on, then they can provide for the uh, horseman's degree, equine science degree there. You can attend this school and it'll help you with a lab credit there at CF. And you can learn everything you need to know about safety, handling, uh, around some of the most wonderful horses. These Arabians will literally get down and play with a child, with a carrot, or compete at the highest level with a 29th um, championship winning horse there. Um, Joe Alberti does such a great job with those horses. And I have friends here who will attest to the fact that Arabians are amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. We're not biased. We're not biased, <laughs> not biased at all, right? Uh, January 7th, True Body Ask the Experts. If you left the holiday season feeling tubby um, or feeling like maybe you enjoyed too much holiday fun and, uh, and enjoyable drinks and food, this would be a great opportunity um, between noon and four at Nirvana Medical Spa. You can consult with people on the True Sculpt treatment specialist and uh, they have all kinds of free treatments and special event discounts. So that is the True Body Ask the Experts at Nirvana Medical Spa, where, of course, they can also give you these amazing eyebrows. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I was so tired of mine being gone. Um, on a sadder note, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the family of Billy Turner, a very famous trainer, trained Seattle Slough, wonderful friend. Uh, there he is with Megan mm. uh, a couple of years ago at the Ocala Jockey Club, where he lived for many years. Uh, with his wife Patty and um, just a great guy and there's Ian uh, with him too when we were riding around the Ocala Jockey Club with him just a super great uh, very very sad uh, there he is actually meeting my dad uh, was diagnosed with cancer a couple of years ago and um, it spread fairly rapidly and um, within a couple of years he um, he had to go home to hospice care I think about a week and a half ago where they thought he might have a couple of months left but very sadly on December 31st, uh, he went home to heaven. So our thoughts and prayers are with his family and everyone connected and with Pavla and Eric Nygaard, who were very dear friends of his there at the Ocala Jockey Club. And uh, he'll certainly be missed. Uh, very sad time for everybody, but he had a wonderful long life and he was an incredible uh, person in the equine industry. So uh, I'm just so thrilled I got to meet him when I did. Quite a, uh, a wonderful experience. Very sadly, also in the thoroughbred world, Del Haas passed away, uh, two times Breeders' Cup winner. He was 30 years old, um, really an incredible horse, and he had a really, really good long life. He was actually living, I think, at the Kentucky Horse Park um, when he passed away. So he had a good long life and um, was an incredible horse, but obviously very sad, and he'll definitely um, be missed. So we have a lot of exciting stuff going on. Do you guys have any exciting news in the endurance world? Hmm. Other than the fact that you are now on the shirt. How did that yes. happen? So Ann York, who makes Ride Like a Girl shirts, uh, decided to put me and my horse on there, which mm -hmm. is so exciting. I, I don't think, honestly, I said when you arrived, I oh, I should have worn mine. And I'm like, no, I shouldn't. Mine's a couple of years old. You weren't on it. So now I need one of these. Yeah. I know. I didn't wear mine. And mine says ride like my girl. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> That's really good. It's really fun. It's not pink, is it? That's no. Okay. His has blue sleeves. Yeah. That's yeah. really, really nice. How nice. did they come about? Picking you, I mean, it was an obvious pick. Well, I was, uh, when I did the Tevis one year, I asked Anne if I could ride in one of her shirts because I just like the concept of riding like a girl. I think it's fun. Mm -hmm. And I also like to ride in pink. And so she had these cute pink shirts, and I'd asked her for one, and she gave me one. And then I happened to win that year. So then she was thrilled, of course, and we've become friends since. And then just recently she 
change it to this, so I'm pretty excited. It fits, and I need one. I'll wear it next <laughs> week and the week after on the show. I think that's brilliant. I can't think of a, a, a better ambassador for their brand well, than, thanks, yeah. than you because of everything that you guys do. And, and I have a couple of things for you myself. Oh, how fun. Yes, and look how it goes see-through on the green screen. So oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> that's oh, wow. cool. Yeah. And, um, some <laughs> it's my, invis it's my invisible cloak. <laughs> yeah, it's your invisible cloak, that's right. <laughs> cloak. So in here you have a Horse Farms Forever oh, cap. Nice. Those people are wonderful. Um, you've got a piranha, nice little comb. You can use on your own hair if you want. Um, and some piranha products. We love and piranha products. Yes. yes. Who doesn't love piranha? I love that they now make a water-based fly spray because we have several horses that can't tolerate the oil base yeah. and they'll get hives. Oh, yeah. So the water-based one is yeah, really nice. Yeah, makes a huge difference. Yeah. Oh, that's Especially really... when I have to get underneath them shoeing them. So. Yeah. yeah. That's right. You shoe yeah, in, your, yeah. in your spare time. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you have a life? Yeah. Um, and then lip chip, um, actually lip chip chapstick. I had trouble Ooh. saying that. Lip, lip chip, chip chapstick. chapstick. That is a yes. tongue twister. Mm. I know, right? And a nice great. koozie here from them. And some other goodies in here. Good fly wow. spray. Yeah. All sorts of fun stuff. And some um, Aloe Pro shampoo as well, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. And I know that, that you guys, doing what you do, you probably go through a lot of fly spray, don't you? You do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So there's your see-through. Thank you. Appears yeah. to be see-through. And those are bags too for when you're doing your little traveling. Yeah, that is you nice. Put it on yeah. your back. Carry it and that's great. Yeah, I think they're, they're pretty good bags. So thank you, Piranha, yeah. um, for supplying us with those. And and like I said, I know you must come across some bugs in your travels. Yeah. What's the worst place you've ever been for bugs? Oh man, Malaysia. Maybe, but then the nice thing is because they always put us up in four star <coughs> um, venues. We're like screened in, so if the bugs are a problem, we're like closed off. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, Allen Trail, a hundred mile trail, you can't yeah. prevent that. You can't that. do anything. Yeah. You know, <laughs> spray, right? Yeah, when anyone asks, like, how do you deal with the bugs? Like, you just go faster. Go faster. Yeah. You just outrun them. When, we when we're right here in the go, go faster, that was yeah. a sign from Gigi. Go oh, yeah. faster. Yeah. We'll be back in just a minute with Dr. Adam Kay. Stay with us.
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to FeedDAC.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. Enhance your horse's performance, fitness, strength, and rehabilitation with state-of-the-art equipment. ETI treadmills offer the finest European engineering, the highest quality filtration, and no chemicals are required. Follow Equine Therapy International on social media or at equinetherapyint.com. Equine Therapy International provides technologically advanced therapy for horses worldwide. Hey, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the second segment of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa, in the CEP studios in downtown Ocala, the horse capital of the world. I'm Louisa Barton with Heather and Jeremy Reynolds here in the studio with me. The top endurance riders, in my opinion, in the world. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's my opinion, but <laughs> I'm not far off. And then I've got the top veterinarian in the world on the phone. Oh, whoa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just subjective. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. I did say my opinion. We'll right? go with it. We'll, we'll go, go with it. it. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. Yeah. Dr. K, we would like to bust some equine myths for the beginning of 2022. We thought that was appropriate to start the year out properly. Can you share with us some myths that you know? Mythbuster? Well, it's, it's funny because, you know, it, it's funny how if, if my, my friends that are non-horse people that I have... Um, Do you have friends who are non-horse people? I, I do actually. That keeps my sanity. <laughs> <laughs> must be at soccer games. Must be that there's something else out there besides horses. Uh, really? But uh, uh, that. yeah, that that are just astounded when they see a horse lay down. Right? Like horses sleep standing up. Right? That's what they do. The, the horses sleep standing up. Well, they they don't really sleep standing up. They rest. They rest. But horses that really are sleeping are laying down. So. Right. I think that's one of the biggest myths out there. And then I think you all talked about some a little earlier about water and not yes. putting them in that right after exercise and all this other stuff. So, yes. Going back to yeah. my fox hunting days and Jeremy, you yeah. fox hunted as well. Um, that, uh, back in the day, it was a while back, um, I hate to say how long, but over 20 years for sure. Um, yeah, you weren't your horse. If you got back from a fox hunt and your hot, your horse was hot, you you couldn't give it any water for like an hour, right? At least, yeah. And then you and if you gave it, it was cold out. You had to heat it up. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. give cold water. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, not. Water, yeah, and you also couldn't feed your horse for like two hours after you rode. 
Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't. You and couldn't. definitely no more cold water on them. That was another rule. No cold water yeah, on no them. Cold water. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, we're dumping ice water on ours now. Yeah. <laughs> Times have changed. Yeah. 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 And and Gigi, you sent me a link for some other myths, didn't you? Um, good ones. Let's see. Where's the GG link? Seven nutrition myths. Must be good. Yeah, it must be good, right? Um, seven of these, by the way. I have to get to them. Oh, beet pulp must be soaked before feeding or it will cause a horse to choke or rupture its stomach. I don't know. I've had a one choke, so I have had a choke yeah. myself. I've it wasn't from beet pulp, yeah. but I have had a choke. Yeah. Yes. No, I would definitely soak it though on that one. I would definitely soak it because I've always the soaked it. Can make it can make it expand. Yeah. Some horses could probably do fine, but if your horse is prone to choke, I would definitely soak it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I did have a horse Anything that like choked that. twice, so I ever I soaked everything after that. Feed, yeah. hay, everything. Um, how about this one? Too much protein makes my horse hot. <laughs> yeah, there's probably no scientific evidence that actually happens. That's probably anecdotal. I, I think so too, right? Yeah, that's just right. just too many calories. <laughs> yeah, too many yeah. calories, yeah. Um, how about this one? Corn is horrible for horses. Well, you can make them fat, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. It's a lot true. of carbs. Yeah. We are, we are trying to get to a higher fat, lower carb kind of kind of uh, feeding, you know, for horses. We found that that does work out better, but, you know, corn's kind of like candy for horses. Yeah. Probably too much of it. Yeah, it's just, I always say during the event, let them have as whatever they want. If they want to eat candy, they can eat candy. <laughs> right, yeah. during the event. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that's miles. How many miles is that, Jeremy? Yeah, that's a hundred miles in a day. Hundred miles in a day. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know some, they, they some horses corn. and jump horses that in three to eventers they work their butts off, and I think during yeah, events they can have those little extra. Yeah, a little extra. Yeah. yeah, things not not so bad. But you're right. Like my horses that are pasture ornaments and get ridden like once in a while. Yeah, they, don't they probably that. don't need that. No. no. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little difference between. Athletes and non-athletes. Yes. Yeah, yeah that was very kind, Dr. K. Non-athletes. <laughs> they need rice cakes. Yeah, they yeah. need rice cakes. Yeah, yeah, you're right, the diet. Um, <sighs> my my fat Mustang made it to the beach on New Year's Day, so that was oh, pretty. Yeah, I rode him on the beach. It's the first time I rode since I really rode. Other than sitting on Jackie Demerick's pony horse, which doesn't really count because he's probably the most well-trained horse ever in the history of the world I probably would bow down for you to get on it because that's how the demerics are so you nice. know but other sitting on jackie demerics really quiet pony horse my first real horse ride was on the beach this saturday on my mustang who's rather pudgy and probably doesn't need any of that stuff that... that's that's a way to welcome in the new year i know yeah. actually it was it was a nice way to um he was very good too okay how about this one corn oil acts as a lubricant by coating the GI tract. Yeah, probably not. I mean, unless you give like a gallon. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to do a whole lot. And then uh, you're going to go back to the fat horse they're problem. They're going to want to eat it, right? They're going to want to eat yeah. whatever they're doing. It, it's, it's great for their coat, but uh, yeah. to, to lubricate the GI tract, you got to have a little bit more <laughs> than a cup or what they're talking about. That's a long track. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I um, So, oh, here we go. Here's one. Feeding grain will cause a horse to colic. 
Yeah, Seminole Feed. I don't think I don't think Seminole Feed would agree with that one. Uh, And I don't you think with the way that our grass is that we really we can't just feed competing horses just grass, right? I mean, how can you? You we haven't been able to. No, no, no. No. Nice if you could, though. Yeah, it'd be really, really nice. nice. Yeah. Think, of the, think of the cost. <laughs> oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah. I don't know with the price of hay nowadays, a bag of grains probably pretty yeah, similar yeah, by yeah, weight. Yeah, right? It's yeah. getting close, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and, and we, we don't have enough nutrition in our grass to, no, no, to have our competing horses without good no. quality grain and hay. So, yeah. so if grain was, in fact, the cause of colic, we'd be in a lot of trouble, I think. So um, yeah. you can definitely ignore that myth. Um <laughs> Uh, nutritional wisdom will seek out nutrients to meet their needs. Horses horses have nutritional wisdom and will seek out nu- nutrients to meet their needs. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, sometimes when they're, sometimes. they're eating that weird pile of dirt yeah. and they're licking on stuff that they probably shouldn't. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure they feel like people when there's a lack. Like there's a craving. Know? Yeah, like, I mean, I've seen my mini go over and, like, bite the salt block, you know, and I think, oh, he's, you know, he feels like he really needs it. He wants to bite it. You know, he doesn't sure. want to just lick it. He wants to bite it. So I'm sure that they do have like cravings for things, you know, if they're lacking them. But I don't know that they really know how to balance their nutrition on their own. If they did, we'd yeah, be... Then you, then, then you have the ones that like to eat through their stall and eat through the fence boards, you know. Yeah. yeah. Considering most humans can't balance their nutritional needs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I, mean, I think last time I checked, their brains are a little, little smaller than ours. Yeah, so. I don't think that they can... Yeah, and like Dr. Kale said, there are those that... And I have had occasions where horses under stress have gone and eaten, like you said, dirt. Dirt, you know, yeah. or because clay they, or whatever yeah, it is. Because yeah. they feel like they need something, and or maybe a weed that they shouldn't eat. Um, but I, I think that's lacking something maybe in the diet that sure. you know they feel like they're trying to compensate for. So. So there's your interesting myths for 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love uh, throwing Dr. K interesting curveballs to see if he can handle it, and he always manages to. To come through. Dr. Chaos, yes, we wish you a wonderful 2022. We're planning on a visit to Peterson Smith very soon to interview you in person. So start thinking about some hot topics for this year. (laughs) We'll look forward to it. Take care. Happy New Year to you. Yes. Coming back in the third segment, we're going to be talking some endurance adventures with these two. Fun to have them back in the studio. We'll be back on the show in just a minute. Stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care, and Larson Hay, our broadcast and television sponsor, plus supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville. Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson & Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. 
manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Back on the third segment of the Horse Talk Show, we always enjoy having Dr. Adam Kay out with us. He's such a good sport. And I was just saying on the break how great it is that he can just be relaxed and be himself and share some good stuff with us. Uh, really, it's nice to have a veterinarian on the show with such a great bedside manner. I'm in the studio with the top endurance riders in the world. In my opinion. <laughs> and actually, you only know two. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> it was a good one, though. <laughs> Heather and Jeremy Reynolds. And I don't know, are there any of the husband-wife teams like you guys? There aren't, no. Yeah, we have some friends that we compete against. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. And you still like them? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You it takes a crazy one. breed to stay married and go 100 miles yeah. with your spouse. 24-7, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there has to be a lot of stress at times. Yes. There has to be. Because any time mm-hmm. you travel with horses, it's stressful regardless. And then if you go out of country, it's easy. Well, and just, we work together 24-7. So at the end of the so day, it's like, day so what like, did you do today? Yeah. <laughs> I was with you. I was with you all day. <laughs> We're just a few months away from our 20th. So. I was going to say, yeah. it must be 20 years, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. All day, every day. My mother and father have been married for, I hope I don't mess this up, mom, 55 <laughs> or 56 years. And have wow. worked together every single Day. Oh, that's awesome. And nights. And tolerated having three of us. That's amazing. So, yeah, that's what I think. You gosh. definitely have to have the same life goals. Yeah, that's, that's true. And, mm-hmm. uh, and honestly, my dad is one of a kind, so I can see how how that could work. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, that's amazing. So when you guys want to in, when you guys reach that 55-year mark, we're sitting there with canes. Yeah, yeah we'll, be, <laughs> Actually, we'll be laughing dad, about it. My dad still rides the tractor. So oh, and really fixes great. his own fences and feeds the cows and... So maybe not, maybe no canes, but so tell us about 2021 to start with. And I know there's a lot of exciting things that have happened and you've just shared with me um, both on Facebook Messenger and since you've been in the studio about um, Italy to the Tevis Cup, seven weeks in between, treasure, wow. And she is a treasure indeed. She is absolutely. Yeah, this summer there was a lot of focus on Jeremy's mare, treasured moments. And she really, this is her summer, she really shines. So Jeremy can tell you about her. Yeah, she was just this, I mean, I I met her when she was a late two-year-old going to the Arab racetrack in Delaware. And I happened to be working at one of the top stables there and I was a shoer at the time. You should say the name of the stable because we're good friends with it. Yeah, Cree Run Farms, (laughs) amazing stable. Um, and um, Lynn Ashby, the head trainer, and I was shooing for them. And so she, I, don't, I don't know why it was her, but something how she looked at me and just her demeanor, I was like, I want this mare. And, when, and so I, I put the seed in that when, when she's done running, I want this horse. And, and a year later, I was able to purchase her. And um, luckily, she was the third-ranked 
um, Arab of the of the whole season there, and um, the other two were Cree runs horses. So she had run through her conditions, so they really didn't have a place for her. So then we then a, a couple seasons later, and um, and I, I waited for her to mature because she had some development mental problems and a little bit of um, arthritis that had come from some of her track stuff, um, you know, early hard miles. And so um, I decided I was going to wait until she's older and mature. And she just started blossoming over the last two seasons. And we are qualified number one to go to um, the world championships in um, Pisa, Italy. And um, so I decided she had a good training um, workup for that race. And I decided to go to Italy with my wife's approval, of course. Because <laughs> that's a wow. lot of money. It to is spend. a shared bank account. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of money to yeah. send a horse now over. Look at her. Oh my God. So this picture was at the Tevis. That's at the Tevis. Yeah. That's, that's Cougar amazing. Rock, the famous Cougar Rock. That's amazing. Yeah. What a horse. And see how he rides her in a rope halter? I actually was going to so, ask yeah. you about the headgear. So there. I'm she, like, what is so that? So she is very unique in the fact that she could go to these races. Like, Tevis usually has 200 horses at the starting line, mm. 5 a.m. Everyone's really anxious. There's a lot of nervous energy. And she's in a rope halter with a single rein. She doesn't even connect the rein. So you can jump on and off to run on foot. So on these, you do that, don't you? On these, yeah, on Tevis. On these cliff it, ledges, yeah. he's, you know, got a single rein, just neck reining and direct reining. And that's how she goes. And That's, she just goes just like that with that little halter, yeah. mm -hmm. just like that. And yeah. she, you just like barely lift a finger and she switches leads. She's pretty special. She is really yeah. amazing. She's she, she's got his heart. Look at oh, his face. Yeah. Yeah. Is she your favorite horse ever? Yeah. Yeah. Like no questions. No questions. <laughs> yeah. They have quite the relationship. That's it's pretty game, funny. That, that was a That's coming in around the sixty. Uh, that's no, what, it's a little yeah, earlier. Mile mark at Tevis. Yeah, 58 or something. Yeah, yeah, that's before the start of Tevis, yeah. the night before. They take wow. your little picture for the... Look how beautiful she is. She so, is really the beautiful. The first thing I find myself looking at, which is probably not what you're supposed to use, probably supposed to look at confirmation and mm. all that stuff. That's but the, the first Tevis. thing I look at is a horse's eye when I meet mm. her. And she's got like a big horse. sparkly... Yes. Yeah, super soft She has soft eye, yeah. That's eye after she eye. finished at the Tevis. I don't know if anyone can notice, but in there... I, I changed my rigging on my saddle because her girth groove is just tiny and her elbow comes so far back that I use a racing girth. Just that's a, that's during the race at like mile 96. <laughs> and we're on, yeah, we're on a bridge. We're just taking a minute. You know, he's yeah. leading the race. And, and that guy that was holding the bucket, we'd lease that horse to him a couple of years prior and he'd finish the Tevis on her. Yeah. That's Bob. Bob, hopefully you're watching. Yeah. Bob, yeah. yeah. And this is after the veterinarians have passed her as completing. Yeah. Wow. So we're giving each other a hug there. Aw, yeah. that is the coolest thing. So tell me about, so... And this is our crew. Was, yeah. That's the crew all, yeah. all yeah. pitching in. Yeah, is amazing. that at the end? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. the yeah. Wow. That's, that's the next, next day. Yeah. Oh, my. She looks well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, no problem. That's her. Oh! That is just... What? Isn't that fun? Oh, yeah. Aww. yeah. That's still Everybody's how she is. Going, yeah. That's still very much how she is. Snuggly little so the cute treasure. manager, who's now retired from Cree Run Stable, sent us all these pictures of her as a full. How nice. Really oh, yeah, that's the trailer we took in Italy when we were around. Look at that little trailer. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of those, those horse, horse boxes. Yeah. yeah. Horse boxes. Yeah. 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 Wow, she's really something. So you, you got her at around two or three. That's a great Yeah, I got her job. as a late three-year-old, yeah. And, and what did you do with her? Just 
trail ride and trail ride and train. Yeah, and just trail, trail ride. yeah, and kind of s- slowly build up miles. <laughs> it was a fun and, trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good fun trip. Yeah. Venice when it was empty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're some... literally gondola guys going, yeah. pick me, pick me. And I hear you normally wait four to six hours to get one of those. We had yeah. no idea. I mean, that one looks good. Of, the restaurant we went to was a first American they'd seen. Yeah, because yeah. they had just since COVID, up. Yeah. they weren't open when we, when we went. We had athlete we like had waivers, waiver, like travel yeah. vouchers. This is uh, during one of those the one hour stops, or maybe a forty minute stop during the race. So this That's is mid race in, in Italy. How long is the I race think it was in Italy? Five loops. Yeah, hundred miles. So, so this is hundred miles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hundred okay. mile race, five loops. Um, That's a little bit and of Redmond. Redmond yeah, Redmond yeah. clay there. Yeah, and this is this all happens in a day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Ride time just under eight hours. Yeah. 100 miles in eight hours, yeah. And you'll see there's a little yeah. video that will come up at some point, and you'll see <laughs> how this horse travels. Yeah. <laughs> She's special. But yeah, That's it's incredible. So 100 and, and miles 100 miles, hours. and you have veterinary inspections roughly every 15, 20 miles. There's a whole list of parameters the horse must pass to meet safety measures. To carry Including on. soundness, hydration, surface factors. they got a cut or something yeah. on them. Meta- um, their, their gut sounds. And like if, if they may, if the horse is questionable, they may hold your veterinary card, which is they write on, and say, we'd like you to come back before your time is up and we'll decide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they give you the benefit of the doubt to let the horse eat and drink and recover a little. And recover. If the horse is just lame, you're yeah. done. You're done. You're done. If there's so. some other parameters. There's a couple of them together. They say this horse is just not in good shape. And there's, there's many things. And after riding yeah. so many miles that we've ridden, you know the we feeling. know. And, yes. and if they say, oh, the heart rate is this number and this and this, it's like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, you're yeah. done. You know, you know. Yeah. Um, that's the, um, we're done, we're done. <laughs> you guys are really good. Yeah. We'll be right back <laughs> after this break. Stay with us. <laughs> Equestrians, it's time to take care of yourself as well as you do your horse. So get down to Pulse Center of Ocala. The PEMF wave is safe and it's a therapy that charges your cells and allows them to function at their fullest capacity so you heal much faster. Check them out at pulsecenterfl.com now and tell them you heard about it on the Horse Talk Show for a free demo. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a salt water spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. 
have your switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms and TV broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. We are in the CEP studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital of the world. And we're very proud to have top endurance racers here, husband and wife couple, Heather and Jeremy Reynolds, who live in Dunellen and train their horses there, give them a great foundation and a wonderful start. And then they go out around the world and win. Yeah, Which try. is really impressive. <laughs> try? What do you mean try? Every time I turn around, you won again. Mm -hmm. Do people see you coming and go, oh, there's no chance of us winning? <laughs> I'm not sure. We like to have fun regardless. Yeah. yeah. So you, you uh, we do a lot of just back of the pack, putting miles on youngsters. So, yeah. Or, or horses we take in that are have issues, and we, and we just do it right and have fun. And we just That's a good balance to green and slow to... Fast yeah. and winning, which keeps it actually more fun. Yeah, yeah. and it's important too for the yeah. youngsters that they get yeah. the miles, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's the most important. We thing usually try to put at least 500 miles on them before we let them go. like yeah. So they learn, because it takes a lot to teach them to eat, drink, miles, yeah. settle down, don't be distracted by the shiny right. things. Yes, yeah, because yeah, there's a lot to see. Yeah. And it's just like any horse going to the racetrack or the beach right. or, or the showgrounds, wherever it is, they've got a lot to get used to seeing mm -hmm. yeah. and experiencing yeah. and different noises and other horses passing them or yeah. behind them or whatever. There's a lot to get used to, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and then when you travel worldwide as well, yeah. even just across the country to California is a trap. Right, yeah. But then if you're going to go out of the country Put them on the airplane. Well, yeah. 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 So you've got a whole lot of, of different... A horse has got to be really well seasoned by yeah. the time you. There's a lot go. of levels. <laughs> yeah, a lot of layers of onion. We've taken on horses the... overseas that we thought would do great, and they just lost it. But just because of the extra energy and one of them we didn't know because we've never been to a race here in the U.S. that had a PA system. Yeah. Well, this horse off the track, and all those memories came right yeah. back on the PA system, and he was a lunatic. Yeah. yeah. He was usually one that we could put a kid on, like a child rider. Yeah. Total lunatic. Yeah. He'd be so running away with him, new. out leaving the checkpoints to go out on trail. Yeah. It's like, what? At mile 90, I'm leaving. Like, it's like, but that sounds great, but his heart rates didn't recover very well that yeah. whole day because he was so in his own head about the PA system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so there's things that you might not even think about that can be... Or don't have access to. Yeah. Like, we didn't know, you know. And you can't prepare for those things. When they happen, they happen. And yeah. Well, then you learn to... To try to, try to prepare for yeah. them. Yeah. 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 Oh, so next time we'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that happens. I mean, I do a ton of equine events. We just did Horse Halloween just recently. And there's so many things that I learn. That was our second year of Horse Halloween. And, and so many things I learn when I do those events and I go, oh, next time I'm not going to do that. And right. Next time I'm going to do this instead, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, because that didn't work. Yeah. And so every it is a learning curve. Yeah. And know? after each ride we go to, we try to re rehash, like, this went well, this yeah. didn't, this needs to be better, you know, every single and event. Definitely the, the biggest thing, like with horses, is try not to blame other things and, and try to just put it on yourself that what you can control and work on that stuff because blaming others just means then you take no responsibility when and then you don't improve where you could have yeah, right. yeah. it's their so. fault or the feet or the saddle whatever it is mm. yeah. yeah you're the right the cow yeah. the helicopter <laughs> it's like okay no <laughs> right yeah you have to just refine yeah, and it yeah. Is a yep. learning curve. that bike yeah. out in the trail no that that's something you should work on because everyone should share trails so yeah that's true yeah, yeah. yeah you're right it is yeah. it is a it's a learning curve. It's yeah. just like when I took the Mustang to the beach this weekend. Yeah. I didn't know what he was going to do with all those people. I forgot it was a holiday and the beach was... What I didn't mess. expect the beach to be packed. And I yeah. was like, 
oh, well, I guess we're going to learn it all today. And we did. You lived. And he did great. He mm -hmm. was fine. He, he's so level-headed. He was so good. But you don't know that until you get there. So there are yeah. things that you can work on, and then there are things, the unexpected, that happens and you, you don't prepare. But then next time you know. Mm -hmm. Now this. Oh, yeah. so, so I'm driving in a car next to him. <laughs> And this is... I was going to say, you're moving quickly. Yeah, this is her just out on a training ride. This is her at 15 to 16 miles an hour. And that's how relaxed Relax. and easy it looks. So oh. 15 to 16 miles an hour is very fast to be cantering she along. And she looks like she's just sloping along and she's in her little rope halter. She's really a one of a kind, isn't she? Yeah, she's pretty neat. She's and look how relaxed she is. And she's never been here. This is the first time she ever went out on this path. Um, and I know there's going to be a lot of critiques about riding styles and whatnot, but this is kind of a developed... Style yeah, so for, imagine 100 miles. Imagine the, the wear and turn your ankles, your knees, and your hips. So you have to find a way to be most comfortable to go with the horse. So it might not be textbook, but, yeah. but our friends that come out of the ring that are very beautiful riders, yeah. they end up very sore and with really tight joints. I would imagine. So there's just a little bit. So this is the horse, starting yeah. line in Italy. So these other horses are kind of, you know, excited looking, oh, and then yeah, there's treasure. Right. And these other ones are kind of all galloping in place. and then Heads up in the air. And then there's treasure. Like, yeah, yeah, the we American. were actually instructed to trot out the start and but, everyone gallop by. Well, they were kind of trying. I mean, the sorts are kind of cantering yeah. in place. Like. The one at the back there is actually trotting. Yeah. That was another U.S. horse. Yeah. That was the other U.S. horse. And you guys are the ones that couldn't speak the language, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently you were able to follow. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, there, it was a controlled start because you're all along a levee. They didn't want anyone falling in. So there was no, yeah, there was, was a controlled of, speed limit there. It was an interesting, interesting start. There was a This is This is him year. leaving on his last uh, loop of the race. So last 16-mile loop? Yeah, uh, 17? Or it was 18. Yeah, right. 18 miles. Last, well, something like that. She averaged oh. 17 miles an hour, 17.1. She's a... <laughs> For the whole last loop of the, the 100 miles. Loop, yeah. And did she in that last loop start to feel tired? I mean, you know. No, she, man. I, I mean, so it was interesting. I left out of here, I think, in second or third, but within moments, like like 30, 40 seconds, two people passed me. And they were all, they all left out of there like they were going to win the race from the beginning. And me, the, the announcer does kind of a snarky compliment and goes, Jeremy Reynolds is really representing the U.S. well. He's now in fifth place. Like, yeah. You know, instead of second place, oh, come on. Ah. This is the finish line. And this was great because there was hundreds of people that you can't see here all speaking Italian. And I can't get my app to work, so I can't track him to see where he is. And I'm hearing everything in Italian about blah, 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 German, blah, blah, blah. So I have no idea. And then everyone there, all the Italians start doing their hand, like, rapido, rapido. And I go up, they go, it's Jeremy, it's Jeremy. And they're calling me over, come, come. And they, they show me the dot. They go, why is he going so fast? I'm like, it's a race. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so then I'm waiting here. My heart's racing, and I'm waiting to see, because I still, I don't know what the announcer's saying. He's naming Jeremy and many others. And it's supposed to be, like, six horses. And then here comes Jeremy. Here comes Jeremy. Here comes Jeremy. Look at you. Team though, like look at what happens here. Jeremy, yeah, Aww. he and the horse. Oh, and then watch right this. Now. So she just gallops at 17 mile an hour average. Look at her right to eating. Let's eat some grass. Oh, you couldn't see. She goes right to eating right grass. To eating and grass. this is her presentation at the finish. Um, you know, for passing the finish. So oh, at this, the finish, this, this is what she looks like. like a yeah, dog yeah. Kind of a and thing. she's also showing her best conditions. So the first 10, they'll do us this circle pattern as well. Normally just do a trot out and trot back, but now he's actually doing best conditions. So he's going to be doing circles. So this is how the horse looks after going 100 miles an hour in, from in eight hours' yeah. time. Why have you got a mask on? Did they make you wear with that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're in the middle of COVID, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. This was what yeah. month? 
Um, this was last May. Last May, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, and our sport is a zero tolerance sport for any sort of drug. So this horse did this 100 mile race with water and food, uh-huh. like in electrolytes. You're allowed electrolytes. Yeah. Now, this is the finish line of the Tevis. So seven, seven weeks, weeks later. later. Seven weeks so later. So Italy, now she's in the Sierras uh, in California, and she just won by over an hour the Tevis Cup. And so she had to drive from Italy to Amsterdam, fly to New York, drive to, my, drive to our place in Florida, drive to California, and within seven weeks of finishing that Italian race, she's here winning at the Tevis. And that's another. And this is the next day after right. the Tevis. So the Tevis is a very brutal you, you, course. You can't keep up with it. Look. Yeah. <laughs> She's happy. It's a brutal course. Uh, very rocky. Wow. So that's how she looks the day after. That's incredible. Yeah. How amazing. She is something. Well, we have one minute left in this segment. These actually qualify as the fastest two segments that ever went by on the horse talk show. <laughs> ever, ever, ever in seven years. I'm just going to say, those were the fastest two segments. I can't believe it. We need to talk some more. And actually, the segment coming up that we have a little piece with Dr. Rulani is only like a six-minute piece. So we're going to talk a little bit more coming back after this break. Oh, we've got Lip Chip next. Never mind. Good thing Gigi's the director and not me, right? I'll be back with Heather and Jeremy in just a few minutes. Stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay, and also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. I've been training racehorses for 31 years and uh, everybody over the industry has always talked about how we need to have integrity in the sport. I listened to everybody for years and years and nobody ever did anything. So one day I just decided, you know, we're gonna do this. It's progressed really well since then. We've been working on it about three years now. And we've gone from, you know, having real, real short reed ranges to over 1,200 feet. Go to big events and where it's taken six to seven hours for horses to come through the gates. Uh, We can do that now to where we can cut it down from, you know, nine to 12 minutes per trailer load to less than a minute with no mistakes. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. 
I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television on all smart TV networks. And I am here with Brad Bolin of Lipchip LLC. And we have Flynn, a.k.a. the Sundance Kid here, munching behind us. And we're going to talk a little bit about Lipchip and about the technology and about what it can do for you, your horses, um, certainly for the horse show world and travel as we know it for horses crossing state lines. There's so many benefits to this product um, that we haven't even touched on yet on the show so having brad here with us in florida is fantastic and a great opportunity to learn more about what lip chip can do and the benefits so brad thanks for being here with us lovely to meet you in person uh, tell us a little bit first of all about how lip chip got started uh, i've been training horses for uh, 31 years now and all these years uh, people have always asked me we need to stop uh, the problem with the identification and tracking these horses and keep up with their health records. And I said, well, let's do something. Well, nobody ever did anything. They just talked about it. So about three and a half years ago now, I drew it up and just kind of at my house, just kind of looked at it and I said, I'm, I'm going to do this. So I sent it in. Uh, the patent attorney took it and he goes, you know what? He said, it's the fastest patent we ever got in 35 years as a patent attorney. So we started working with it and uh, we've worked with some of the major breed associations. Uh, we started working with some of the major veterinarians and uh, we got our placement down to where it's in the lip. And then we started working on the tech. Uh, we hired pretty smart labs out of Austin, uh, Antonio Rodriguez. He does all of our tech work. And my daughter does a, a lot of work for the company. She's a marketing director. And then we have some liaisons, Julie Farr and Dwayne Hartzell. But it's taken off from there and, and it's really starting to, to get a foothold now. Now talk to me a little bit about like the integrity of horse sports and, and particularly racing that seems to be always under the microscope uh, in our world today and, and how this can help um, with, you know, situations of, that are when the integrity is under question, how Lipchip can play that role. Well, most people don't understand that there's so many there's so many multiple things out there and so the way i like to explain lip chip is like a wagon wheel so we're the hub and so we have portals built to where everybody that wants to be a part of the app can be part of the portal and so we take that portal and let's say we're talking about racing so let, let's that's my specialty so let's do racing so we have a portal for the owners and so we have a portal for the attending veterinarians. We have a portal for the uh, the regulatory veterinarians. We have a portal for the racetracks. We have a portal for the ARCI, American Racing Commission International, which is the body that overlooks the regulatory bodies. And then there's, there's all together we have 22 portals. So let's say we get a, first off, you have to identify these horses. And a lot of the problem they're having now, especially with some thoroughbred horses, is migration out of the nuchal ligament. And so they they put a, the identifiers kind of in a bad spot because you get a dark bay or brown filly, she comes in and they can't find that microchip, well then you got a real problem. How do you ID that horse? So with, with the microchip in the lip, we have less than 1% migration, but also the way our system is set up is in real time. So once you hit that microchip, it brings everything in in real time off of those portals, the information. So let's say you're, you're this horse's owner. You got his pyro, probably you don't have a pyroplasmosis because he's not traveling, but in the race racing world, we have pyroplasmosis, Coggins, and then health certificates. 
So in the beginning of, I believe it's 2023, that we're going to start to where everything is going to be digital for your federal documents, uh, all your health certificates. Most of the health certificates are digital now, but it will bring them all in. So we'll have it where the data goes back and forth between the veterinarians and us, the Coggins and Pyros come in, it attaches to that microchip number, the unique 15 digit identification number. That's the key because that's what everything goes to that number. Well, that number cannot be changed. You know, tattoos wear out, people, you know, people, I hate to say it, but you know, they try to tear them out of their mouths or burn them out of their mouths. It's just really barbaric, but, and then with the microchip, it doesn't matter if they put in the nuchal ligament or the lip, we can pick it up with our readers and then it goes into our app and we have all the information at your fingertips. So last night we were visiting and we were talking about these events for biosecurity. I like to call it biosecurity and I don't know what else to call it, but um, I've been to a couple of racetracks over the last six or seven years that have had, you know, uh, equine herpes, uh, breakouts in the neurological and it's a terrible disease and it spreads so quickly and with ours they're going to start mandating to get some of these passports for fia and uh, yusuf and all those that these horses have to be temped four days in a row uh, before you can get a, um, a health certificate well do you want to load this horse every day go to the go to uh, the clinic no, we can do it where you can put a, a thermal microchip in them, read it, it goes into real time, and it tells you what his temperature is, send it over to the veterinarian, he knows that he's been tempted every day, no way to cheat it, because there's only one of those microchips, and then he can say, okay, well, he's been tipped four times this week, here is your health certificate. That's amazing. So. That's that's incredible technology and that's going to save people a lot of time, money, energy uh, and the horse a lot of aggravation having to be tempted every day for four days. That's a, that's a lot of effort to go travel. You have to see him one time, but it doesn't mean he has to see him four days in a row to take right. a horse's temperature. Right. And, you know, it's transparency and it keeps people honest. And a lot of people are not honest as far as checking horses in at the racetrack that don't belong. I mean, uh, one of the big herpes uh, outbreaks on a racetrack that I was at was because the horse's, uh, the horse's uh, credentials had expired and the horse hadn't been vaccinated. The horse hadn't been, didn't have a health certificate on it and they went ahead and took it in. And so, you know, that's what caused the whole outbreak. And basically, you know, I'm not saying that outbreaks don't happen anyway, but most of the time it's usually for some kind of reason that it happens. For sure, and that happens at showgrounds all the time. You know, we have that problem where it sh shuts everything down and those that can leave and everybody else gets quarantined. So that can be a real big deal in a major a major show, like, a, a you know, show jumping, Grand Prix coming up, um, and people all have to leave um, or quarantine. And that can be really, that can complicate things and ruin an event for people as well as the horse's health. So having a system where people can check in and you know they're vaccinated and what they're up to date on is, in my opinion, priceless for these horse events. And we have so many of those here. You know, and the, and the neatest thing is that we can now uh, start building them the passports. I call it a passport, but I mean, they have the passports for the horses coming across and it's got their information in it. But we can track everything from the time. If we want to microchip a baby at two days old, 
you can microchip him and you can start adding information to him immediately. So you got a book by the time this horse is 25 years old, you go back and you sell him and you go, oh wait, you know what? He had a, a shot of this on this or he colicked on this day or whatever. So it's in, it's in, in real time. So say you buy a horse, you don't know anything about him and he starts colicking on you. And you go, wow, that's kind of weird. Maybe, maybe it's something I fed him. Well, then maybe he colics again. Okay. Well, then you go back and you go, oh, wait, wait, wait. This horse right here has got has had a problem for years, and he can't be fed like like you said. This right. horse, okay. he has to be fed, fed a particular kind of hay. And right. So, you know, the thing about it is, is it's it's in real time. It shows transparency, but most of all, it takes care of the animal. Wow, that went flew by fast. We got a lot of information there on Lip Chip, and we're going to have a video to share with you as well uh, so you can actually see how the process happens. I want to thank Brad Boland so much from Lip Chip LLC. You can find them on Facebook and on the web, lipchipllc.com. I'm Louisa Button for the Horse Talk Show. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay, and also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage, and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages, and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Hi, I'm Alan Davies with Equine Therapy International. Today we're at Engineered Equine Performance celebrating the new saltwater chilled treadmill. This particular chilled equine saltwater treadmill is a game changer. As you can see, the finest materials are used, the filtration system, coarse, fine filtration, no chemicals. We use UV, ozone, combination of filtration to keep the highest water chemistry standards. Being a saltwater unit, only the finest stainless steel and materials are used. That's important when it comes to longevity and cost of service over the life of the unit. This unit also has integrated massage jets with fine bubbles and coarse air bubbles for the therapy. The control system on this is Siemens industrial grade, top of the line technology, straight from Germany, but also serviceable here in the US. Hey, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television Network here at the Equine Performance and Innovative Center with a very good friend of mine, Dr. Alberto Rulan. You may think we only talk horse, but almost everybody that owns at least one horse has at least one matching barn buddy, and that would be a dog. And I was surprised and delighted to find out that Dr. Rulan is working on dogs in his rehab facility and having some wonderful results. So I'm going to get Dr. Rulan to tell us a little bit about that. Lovely to have you back with us. Tell us a little bit about um, what you're doing with dogs and some of the results you're seeing, some of the treatments that you're using. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me on your show. So we have been seeing a lot of dogs that have suffered back surgery or that have gone through back surgery. A lot of dogs that have gone through cruciate surgery. We even have had dogs that get their legs amputated for one reason or the other. We have the water treadmill and the pool. So we have some very nice life jacket that we can put them in and they love it. They respond really well to rehab and we have developed some really nice protocols and we're very happy to say that in the last two years we have been able to help a lot of a lot of dogs as well as horses in addition to the water treadmill these dogs have benefited a lot from the laser and the magna wave therapy we have seen some amazing amazing results that's incredible now tell us a little bit you said they enjoy it so so these dogs have uh, many have been through some kind of surgery like a, a leg removal um, or something like that and they have, they're coming into a hospital setting probably not quite sure what's going to happen but they're enjoying these therapies and I, I know that you've had them in the treadmill I, I've seen the videos of them in the treadmill I think that's that's really incredible. Share with us a little bit of some of the things that you see that show you, like with horses we're looking for chewing and licking lips and, and relaxing and sighing and things like that. What are you seeing with these dogs during treatment that lets you know this is very therapeutic to them? They are the best testimonial themselves. They actually run to the pool or they want to run to the treadmill. And when you look back, a lot of these dogs are in a lot of pain. So getting submerged in water, relieving all that pressure, and then working the muscles that are gonna support their, their core, that, that gets them really, really feeling good. Especially because one, there's no pain when they are submerged in water. They work different muscles in the water, and when they come out, they're actually less painful. So they, you, you can see it, they just wanna go to it. Now, what kind of results are you seeing, say, after session one and then, say, session three and four? And is this a regular visit that these dogs are coming for? And is there a length of time you recommend it? Or is this maybe for some dogs something that you want them to do forever periodically? So we have our general athlete dogs that come and swim in the pool regularly. Those, the owners just want them fit. They come year-round. Then we have the dogs that are recovering from a cruciate surgery. We don't see a huge response in the first, second, or third PT, physical therapy. We start seeing results more after the 10, the 11, or 12. It's just like ourselves. When if any, if you have broken a bone, which you have, <laughs> and you have gone to physical therapy, you know that takes time to build the muscle. And then after 10, 15, even 20 therapies, then you start seeing big results. So true. Um, now tell us for the Magna Wave and some of those other therapies, are you seeing some dogs maybe with arthritis or who've had prior injuries and what kind of results are you seeing from that? We've been doing a lot of Magna Wave on backs. Um, dogs that have back arthritis, just plain old back pain and they, you can definitely see how they start moving a lot better after several, after several treatments. Um, we also do, did I mention we do the laser on them yes. as well, right? Mm -hmm. So if they go through disc surgery or they are recovering from any other um, arthritis in the knee, right? Even, even fractures, we have had dogs that have toe fractures, relatively common. A lot of them, yes, they will heal if you leave them by themselves. But if we can make them feel better sooner, then it's a big win. And we do that with Magna Wave and laser as well.
That's amazing. So you're seeing these animals come in and after one or two sessions, you're seeing quite a dramatic difference in them and they're looking forward to the treatments because obviously they know how they feel afterwards. Yeah, after one or two sessions, you see them like really wanting it. After that session number 10, you see a dramatic, dramatic difference, night and day. Yep. Really, and feedback from their owners, because obviously being a veterinarian is much more difficult than being a doctor, in my opinion, because the animals, they don't exactly speak, although certainly their body language does. How do the owners, what kind of feedback from owners do you get? Um, I think the, the biggest testimonial I got was this week or two weeks ago, and this guy was almost upset at me because I ha we haven't promote that we do this for his animals and he he was he just couldn't believe that we don't promote this more so more people know about it so I think that that's probably the best feedback I can give you <laughs> I think that's the best feedback I can give you too because I don't think there's a better way than on the horse talk show of telling people how to take really good care of their dogs and almost everybody I know like I said that owns horses has four-legged barn buddies uh, right alongside and how wonderful to have a place that you can bring both for rehab. You can bring your horse and your dog. Dr. Alberto Roland, thank you for having us here. We love sharing the good news and we love seeing our four-legged family uh, get well here in your very, very good hands. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television Network here at the Equine Performance and Innovative Center with Dr. Alberto Roland, learning about how we can make your dogs feel better. On the next trip to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> Back on the last few minutes of the Horse Talk Show, we wanted to share that with you. Dr. Roland is taking care of quite a few dogs in rehab and doing a phenomenal job. Most horse owners have a barn buddy or two and um, wonderful rehab results we'll be sharing with you also on Gigi's dog and some other stories um, over the next uh, couple of weeks. Peanut's journey is just beginning, so um, had some great visits already and we'll be sharing Peanut's story at the Equine Performance Innovative Center with you in his rehab. So hoping for some great results and we're sure we're gonna get them. Closing out the show, it's been amazing to have the top endurance riders here in the studio <laughs> with us. I'm very excited, it's been actually a great show. It's flown by so fast. It's definitely the fastest one this year. <laughs> very it's been the first one this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah but um, it's been a lot of fun and they're gonna come back on the 18th. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and join us here in the studio with some more adventures. Yes, Adventures of the Appaloosas. Yes, yeah. Adventures of the Appaloosas. Yeah. So we'll mm -hmm. have a lot of good photos and videos to share with you and um, should be a, it should be a great show. I'm looking forward to having them back. It's I don't know how long it's been, but it's been too long. And <laughs> um, sure. they're naturals and it's been so much fun and we'll have to share uh, a lot of their stories and they're fantastic. And their horse treasure, wow. Um, it's given me a thought that maybe the Horse Talk Show needs a like superstar horse of the year and we should start taking uh in uh our choices and options for that and then at the end of the year we should announce it and i think treasure should be the first one to go on that list because be fun i think That's she's so like sweet. a super yeah. horse she you is know? special yeah i know i can see it in your eyes yeah. and i love it yeah. because i love to see people like you guys who compete at such a high level and win and who are so serious about what you do with your horses but honestly, it gives me goosebumps and makes me tear up a little bit when I see people who compete at high levels and who clearly love their horses because yeah. that means so much to the horse. And, you know, when I was telling you about my Mustang, I know a lot of the reason that he's so good for me is because he trusts me. Yeah. I know that, and he knows I'm not going to take him into anything that he can't handle, you know. And I think when horses have that bond with their owners and their riders, it makes a difference. For sure. And, in the, and a lot of times that's lost in the world of competition. You know, it's get on and ride to win 
and that relationship with the horse is kind of lost. Right. And I love to see that you guys clearly love your horses. And I love seeing you when you talk about treasure and yeah. your, your yeah. face lights up, you know, like... <laughs> Like, like real love. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's pretty special. I joke know? that she's the other woman. I was going to yeah. say, is she the other woman? She is the other woman. Hey, listen, that's, that's a lot to compete with. Anna. She I does say? have beautiful eyes. She does. She does I immediately got yeah. that as soon as I saw her. Like, oh, the eyes, you know. But, you know, the, the really that connection between horse and owner or horse and rider to me is so important. Yeah. And when you put a good foundation on horses like you guys do here in Marion County, and send them out around the world with you two alongside to 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 compete and win. It's just so impressive. So I'm always impressed by you. I love your Facebook. Love following all of your stories on social media. And congratulate both of you on all of your accomplishments. Well, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Love you both. Yeah. Love you too. Happy 2022. We got to close out this show for this week. We hope you have a wonderful new year. We know it's going to be 10 times better than 2021 for sure. So yes. whether you're in Ocala. <laughs> Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not. Happy horsing around till the same time next week. <laughs>